On this week's episode of The Fizz, we look at the Lions' week three travesty versus the Atlanta Falcons. Jerry joins me. We talk about some food, the Lions, Red Wings, and even the Pistons make an appearance on this show. But before we get into all that, I want to talk to you about an app currently being developed in Detroit, Michigan. The way the app works is you can score deals at the bars in your area based on watching the sports that you love. If you think something is going to happen in the game that you're about to watch, go into Score app, select your deal. If that happens during the game, you'll be able to redeem that deal at a bar in your area. Still confused? Go follow them on Instagram. That's at Score Deals. That's at S-C-O-R-E-D-E-A-L-S. But now, let's get into the fizz. Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Chalk with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 10 of The Fizz. I am your host, Frank Cerise, recording in the Foundation Hotel in downtown Detroit on a beautiful Tuesday evening. Um, It's like 100 degrees outside. It doesn't even feel like fall, which I'm not going to lie, kind of pisses me off. Because as I've stated before, and I'll state again proudly, I am a basic bitch when it comes to fall. Fucking, I'd wear leggings if it was appropriate, and I'd slap on a fuzzy North face, and I'd grab a fucking pumpkin spice and dump it on my head. Um, I am totally a fall fanboy. I am shameless about it, and I don't care. Um, I don't care how basic it's become. Fall is still a great season. It was a great season before it became basic. So to everyone out there, to every man who's too tough to like fall, blow me. I don't give a shit, and I don't like that it's 100 degrees right now. Oh, you're going to hate it when it's negative 20. Yeah, I am. But you know what? I want it like 60. Like 60... 560, nice fall shit going on. Put on like a heavier jacket type. Uh, my jeans, it'd be great. It'd be great and it'd feel like football season. And in that vein, for feeling like football season, whoa, do we have a lot to discuss after what in the fuck happened Sunday? Stafford's throw, catch me, touchdown Lions! Reviewing the play, the ruling on the field has changed. The runner was, was touched down at the half a yard line. He was short of the goal line. By rule, we would go back to a running clock and we have a 10 second runoff. So by rule, the game is over. You can't end a game that way. I mean, that's just an unusual way to end a game. Wait, what? That was... So, wait, so you're... You're telling me... Okay, wait, so because... So be... What the fuck? So because the refs made the incorrect call of giving the Lions a touchdown 
Detroit is then punished with a 10-second runoff because the play was reviewed. What? I'm sick of losing games as a Lions fan due to rules that I didn't know existed. This happened in Chicago with the Calvin Johnson rule. Complete the process. Eat my ass. Then there was the Seattle game a couple years ago where the guy batted the thing out of the end zone. I don't even really remember what fucking happened there, but I know there was a no call on that voodoo fucking smack out of the back of the goddamn end zone. A rule which was properly enforced last weekend with the Steelers-Bears game. If you guys caught any glimpse of that fucking circus charade play that happened in that game. And then additionally, we got boned in the Dallas game, the playoff game, when Ebron, who I hate, but still he was interfered with in that Dallas game, and that flag was picked up. They were going to call that one, but they didn't call that one. And now we have a chance in our own barn with a 2-0 record hosting the class of the NFC, the runners-up to the Super Bowl last year who probably should have won it. We have a chance to beat them on another comeback, the Cardiac Cats in classic Stafford Detroit Lions fashion, and take the lead for the first time in the game with eight seconds on the clock and, and you're telling me you're going to pull this voodoo 10-second runoff review bullshit thing out of your ass and end the game in Detroit just like that? You couldn't just give us that one? You couldn't say it was too close to call? The Falcons have been to two Super Bowls in my lifetime at least. I don't know if they've been to more, but they've definitely been to two in my lifetime. So I don't know why you couldn't just give us that call. And to be honest, when I say give us that call, I don't even think there was a call to give. It's not like you had to give us one. It was super close. Whether his knee down is still questionable, in my opinion. And even if it was down, there's a picture showing 11 seconds on the clock, so we should have got one more play. And what? I, oh, my God. And, okay, I watch this thing at home, and I can't imagine actually being at that game because at least at home they brought in like I Fox brings in those like let's check with our fucking loser referees who aren't refereeing anymore but we have to like call them in to see what they think about the fucking call which I think is the dumbest thing ever Mike Pereira used to do it by himself and I hated him now they got another guy they brought in like they need two guys on deck to watch TV and make the fucking calls from the couch but he actually explained that this was a rule and we were just like what that's 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 nonsense that's voodoo and this ref doesn't have the cojones to make that kind of insane insanity call on this play and then sure as shit he says the call's reversed and then next thing you know there's a 10 second runoff if you're at Ford Field you don't know that rule so that's just being fed to you for the first time from the ref's mouth into your ears holy shit What? That is a fucking travesty. Just one time can the Lions catch a goddamn break. The Falcons didn't need that win. The Lions needed that win. I needed that win. We all needed that win to keep moving forward. Damn it. There's no moral victories in the NFL, so, you know, I guess I'm happy that they look good versus the Falcons and they gave themselves a chance to win the game, but 
No W is no goddamn W. Nothing's guaranteed in this league. Lions could go on to lose every game for the rest of the year. I don't think that's going to happen. I know that's not going to happen, but they could. And if any team's going to fall apart historically, it's the Lions, for Christ's sake. God damn it. That sucked. That sucked so much ass. Fuck. Nice job picking off Ryan three times. Um, I thought some people played well. Um, Ebron, I just, I hate you. I openly hate you. I was trying to be nice about things um, publicly. Privately, I've always hated you, but now I publicly hate you. You drop everything. I don't know why Stafford kept going to you on the last drive, probably because you were open and you're an NFL player and you were a top 10 fucking pick. We used it on you, a tight end from North Carolina, but you drop everything. Even the announcer said, like, not the most reliable guy to go to there, okay? You are a perpetual disappointment week in and week out. You played good versus the Giants, whatever, but that's what you do. You pop up, like, one goddamn week versus a shitty team, and you have a good day. Be consistent. Have a good week. And you know what? I probably wouldn't be screaming right now if we didn't have this 10-second voodoo magic rule that they're going to fucking change at the end of this season. They might even change it this week. I don't know what the rules are on changing rules, the timeline on it in the NFL. There's got to be a vote or what, but that is just fucking stupid. And once again, the Lions are going to have a fucking insanity play to decide a game that's going to change a rule. When are we going to be on the other side, the winning side of some sort of fucking horseshit black magic like this? When? Huh? When? Oh, all right. I'm real juiced up about this, clearly. Um, I hope and I feel like a lot of Lions fans felt the same way. I mean, I thought there was going to be blood, guts, murder, like dead children and women just after the game, uh, watching just the crowd file out um, from my window at Ford Field. Um, and, I mean, it was, it was a fucking travesty. Like, I... I yelled at my girlfriend for, like, asking a question in the midst of, like, that two-minute drill. Like, it was just like a zoo, and she asked some innocent question. I actually still feel bad. I want to publicly apologize to you, Sarah, for, for like, snapping on you for, for that during the final two minutes. So I'm sorry to you. You didn't deserve that, but you were asking a lot of questions uh, real late there, and I, I was real tense. I was real heated, and then – then that fucking rule happened, and you know I couldn't even, I can't even explain that. No one can explain that. I think the only ref in the NFL who knew that goddamn rule was the, the dude who made the call with the biggest cojones in the world, who couldn't just throw us a goddamn bone. Oh. All right, so I'm hot. I'm pretty hot right now. Um, okay, so I'll, I'll take a breather here. Uh, I know... Or not, I know. Jerry is going to – Jerry's in on the show today. We got Jerry up this week. Uh, I was going to tell you guys that up front um, when I first – you know, after the music played or whatever, but I got – I had to jump right into the lines, and I was real sauced up. So I was actually – I actually called Jerry a little earlier to, like, test some sound shit, and I was like, yo, can I call you at this certain time? And he's like, can we wait, like, 40 minutes? Um, I'm about to eat, like, these homemade buffalo chicken sandwiches. Shocker. Jerry has to, like, crush a fatty fucking sandwich uh, before he can talk to anybody. So I think he's finished eating this fucking buffalo chicken sandwich. The only thing I think that would delay him now is, like, the shit that you have to take roughly, like, eight minutes after eating a buffalo chicken sandwich. Um, And then, like, the cleanup and just, like, 
the moral regret. Um, I know for me, a Buffy chicken sandwich, whenever I eat one of those, I got to take a shit like eight minutes after. And it's not just like a shit. There's like, it's always bloody. You know, there's always blood. Um, and it gets real ugly in there for me in the bathroom after eating a Buffy chicken sandwich. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know who has the immune system to just crust Buffy chickens and not like bleed out of their asshole, you know, roughly eight minutes after eating it. So let's see if he's good to go. Um, we'll give him a call. We'll get him on the horn and we can talk about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. So I just gave Jerry a call and he didn't answer. And he, he just said fucking, he just said, call me. And then I called him and he did not, let me just check the timestamp on this shit. Call me whenever. And yeah, 731, it's, it's 745. Okay, so that I think would fall under the category of whatever. I've just been screaming about the fucking lions, Jerry. I just waited for you to eat your fucking flaming buffalo chicken sandwich. And now you're going to put me on hold on my own fucking podcast. Pick up the phone, fat boy, or call me back. You're pissing me off. You know, Jerry, you have like an incredible knack for just picking the perfect times to fucking push my buttons further than they need to push. Ugh. Well, I get, well, oh, actually, okay. Uh, now that I'm thinking about this, the fucking the play I was talking about earlier with Ebron when I started bitching about Ebron, that was actually Brandon Pettigrew, who also stunk. Um, so on the Dallas play that I was talking about, so I want to make a correction there. Pettigrew was the one who got interfered with. Um, Ebron is the tight end I currently hate. Pe- Pettigrew is the tight end I used to hate. Ebron is now the tight end that I currently hate. What a dog shit draft pick was he he was I think he was 10th overall out of North Carolina we just signed dumpster fire Pettigrew to an extension and we go out and we get oh boy here's fat boy deciding to call in in the middle of my fucking Ebron rant well all right let's let's get him on the fucking horn hey fat ass how was the chicken nothing how was your fucking buffalo chicken well worth it i know you probably had your mouth watering over there what snacks you got today you got a cheese it the string cheese i got fucking nothing yeah i got fucking nothing i'm gonna eat your dick i'm gonna eat your dick in this podcast that's what i'm gonna snack on bud oh so so not only did i make you wait but you had to sit there hungry while i was just pounding golden brown buffalo chicken sliders you're gonna you're you know what else is gonna feel your ass is gonna feel like it took a good pounding when you shit that thing out the other side and a pool of blood falls out as well oh god I'm, i can't wait to just throw up out of my ass at like right where we <laughs> hang up on this podcast i i thought that's what you were doing i thought that's why you delayed me and i would have been even more pissed because i'd rather you just take the call from the fucking can well this is how fat i am chelsea makes two of them for me and before I'm even halfway done with the first, I had her put two more in. You're, you sicken me. You're a sick fuck. Shout out oh, to oh. shout out to Chelsea though. Um, hey, let's name drop Chelsea Hart. Oh yeah, Chelsea Hart. Uh, good job, Chelsea Hart, girlfriend of Jerry. Um, still haven't ruined your name yet. I don't think your last name's been dropped on here. But anybody else who comes on the show, their last name is just dropped. Identity's it's ruined. Dropped. Ruined. Um, earlier I mentioned Sarah, so we got both of our. Uh, significant others um mentioned in the show that's hot okay what the fuck what do you want to talk about i've been bitching about the lions do you want to review the buffy sliders that chelsea made you or what or, or what uh, do you want to do no let's just move right into the lions let's move into the lions okay. i i mean I'll, I'll hit hit into the call i guess with everyone's talk i mean that that sucked yeah that sucked. yeah i so, mean 
sorry, I keep cutting you off, but I, I was just screaming about it for like, I don't know, roughly like five to eight minutes, like top of my lungs, kind of like peak mad. Um, people walking by were like looking at me, peeking in the glass, trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Um, so if you want to just kind of take it for a minute, uh, like where were you watching the game and like, what was your, what were your thoughts? Uh, well, I was watching Red Zone at my buddy's house, so obviously that it was nice though because that game was highlighted as fuck on Red Zone, which was really nice because sometimes that tends not to happen. But I mean, the one thing that just that just gets me so pissed is that the the refs admit that they're wrong. Like they're wrong, so we get fucked there, and then we get fucked with the ten second runoff. And I, I mean, I. I the rules are the rules and whatever. We can't argue that. I'm still not convinced that he was down. There's there's like there's like eight steps to it, which are like insane to me. Like it, it's not like one thing where it's like, oh, like his feet were in or something like that. You know, it's there's like four different ways this could have went in Detroit's favor and it all just went to shit. And then the and then the game ended. Then the game ended. Yeah. It, the one thing that sucked for me too is like I was that douchebag that like right when it, he scored the touchdown, I pulled out my phone, and I tweeted, I was like, "Let's fucking go!" And then it was like, "Fuck." I think I did the same thing. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not even like I pounce at every opportunity I can to call you like a douchebag or any other derogatory name, but I'm gonna let you slide on that one because anything you did in joy of the Lions winning that game was was yeah. fine with me. Was honestly fine with me. But hey, are we? St- is that a good? Lo- I mean, are we still in slappy mode? Uh, like- so, so I, I was just yelling like, "There's no moral victories in the NFL." Like every uh, every week, like the Lions could lose every game for the rest of the season. If any team's gonna do it with the history that we got, it could be them. I'm I'm happy they hung, but I I want W's, man. We should be three and zero. We should be fucking three and zero. The the one thing that scared the shit out of me was, um, I mean, one Atlanta probably the fastest team in the NFL. We're playing them in a dome on turf. Jared Davis is out. I just see this white boy posted up in middle linebacker. And oh, yeah. Like, it was – I like, I literally saw that in, like, 0-4-2, and it started playing in my head. It was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I, wait, what song is it? Can I get that again? Oh, 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 oh. oh okay. Um, I – yeah, no. And what I like – what I like – are you – what are you doing? Who's this guy? Nick? That's the guy's name, Nick Bellmore. Oh, I don't. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. I got nothing. If it's not a starter, I'm like, I. Again, again to the listeners. If you're looking for in-depth, real shit here, you're not gonna get it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get yeah. Buffy Chicken, uh, my buddy Jerry, and like me yelling. That's like all you're gonna get. That's it. Um, but what I do, what I do like, is Quinn seems to have. You know, this neck, like, Quinn's trying to build a fucking team here, obviously. And, and like, what you were yeah. saying about White Boy being a middle linebacker, next next man up. Next man up. Do yeah. your job. No, I agree. I agree. But, I mean, just seeing Freeman run all – in the first half, I was like, we're going to lose 45. It seemed like every time Freeman touched the ball, he got a first down. They were just absolutely driving down the field forward. Is that guy a machine or what? Devontae Freeman? Yeah. Absolute animal. I mean, another thing is, is props to Prater keeping us in that game early, too. Dude, I don't even know if there's enough hours in the day 
for how long I could talk about fucking Matt Prater. Drunk Prater. Drunk Prater. Dude, I'll give that guy a hand job in front of my family. Like, I, I love that guy. I'm such a loser. I was at work the other day, and I created a Drunk Prater Twitter parody account, and I realized that he already had one. Ah. Uh, so, you're late on that one? I was a little late. I was a little late. So, did you know Matthew Prater was, like, like tried out for the Lions, like, I don't know, way back when? No. Did you know this? He got cut. Like before the Broncos? Yes. He got cut for Hanson. Oh, shit. I didn't know. I think he was, like, an undrafted free agent, tried out for the Lions, got cut because, like, Hanson was, like, you know, in year fifth. Like, no one was taking Hanson's job. You know yeah. what I mean? No. So, yeah. And then and then I think I think he went a couple places. I think he was cut from, like, two other teams. And then he went to Denver and, uh, you know, got wasted. And apparently Ooh. they're not hip to that. And then he came to Detroit and just started fucking booting field goals like a savage machine. He's just automatic. I mean, he's automatic. He's automatic. That's such a luxury to have for the Lions, dude. I, I, I got him on my fantasy team. He put up 19 points. He put up more insane. than Elshon. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Who would you, you're starting Prater at your flex over Jordy Nelson? I already said to my buddy today. I was like, when the Lions buy re- buy week rolls around, I'm I'm cutting a skill player to keep him. <laughs> Or, or I'm just going no defense. I don't give a shit. Like, I'll, I'll fucking go no defense. I'm not cutting Prater, like, at all. You cannot cut Prater. He hammers 55s like it's going out of style. Yeah, Colt College is like, here, have another drink and get out there, buddy. Dude, he's kicking them from, like, the logos. Like, the logos at midfield. He's wild. <laughs> hey, you booze, you get paid in Detroit. Yeah, you normally it's you booze, you lose. Come to Detroit, you booze, you win. You win. Booze, you win. Um, some other notes that I wanted to touch on that I thought were kind of wild. Um, read today, the NFL power rankings came out. And Six? Lions were four. Four? That's, I don't like that. I want that to slow down. That's, that's too much hype too fast. What was it, Atlanta three, Chiefs two? Uh, I don't know. I could pull it up, but I, I kind of forgot. I'm guessing Chiefs, Chiefs might be number one. Yeah. NFL power. Well, that, that's why I'm still staying a little slappy on the lines because. Oh, I mean, we're, we're still. I mean, honestly, like, we're, we're two and one. I had them at this point one and two. So I was wrong. In fact, Which game, did you get the Giants game wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, I had him losing. I had him losing to the Giants, twenty three to ten, and the final score was twenty four to ten Lions. So there you go. So actually, that's one thing I didn't do this week was read what I predicted for the game. So did I didn't do that yet. So week three, home versus Atlanta Falcons. I got it up right now, and this is what I wrote. I truly believe Atlanta will not come out as world beaters and have a repeat of last season's convincing run. Okay, so I'm, I'm just right off the bat wrong. Um, <laughs> it is tough to put together consecutive years with the success they had last year, and unless you're the Patriots, it rarely happens. But with that being said, I think Atlanta has too many weapons on offense, and they also call a dome home, so they will be very comfortable whooping Detroit's ass in the freshly renovated Ford Field. Final, Atlanta 31, Detroit 13. E. Wrong. Frankie hot takes. Oh, Frankie, yeah, Frankie wrong takes is what they really are. Um, so, whatever. 
we're moving forward. We look forward and everything we do, you know, it's just, you know, it's another day of work. You get the one day rule and you move on to the next one. So we're going to Minnesota who looks pretty strong this year. They look better than I thought. uh, See, because this is a scary game because I feel like if we win, we're the real deal. If we lose, it's like, you know what? Arizona and the Giants suck dick. So do we now. (laughs) I just, I'm worried about a letdown because that had to be an emotional kick to the dick last game. Yeah, it is. Um, It is. So here's my week four prediction for Minnesota. Um, Okay, so this is what I wrote. I wrote this, like, obviously before the season started. Um, I think the Bears absolutely – so week four at Minnesota. I think the Bears absolutely stink, and I don't think the Vikings are anything special either. That's, that's wrong. I mean, they look so much better than what I'm writing here. But division games, especially on the road, are nothing to sneeze at. I think in order for the Lions to be successful, they need to win three of four from Chicago and Minnesota combined, which is why a week four matchup is a big one, even so early in the season. Starting two and two will be considered a success on the season – and the Minnesota game will be a must-win of the first four games that feature Arizona, the New York Giants, Atlanta, and Minnesota. The boys will even up their record in this one. Final, Detroit 24, Minnesota 17. Obviously, um, you know, we're not looking to even up a record. We're looking to improve on a record, but that was, that's my prediction, so we'll see what the fuck happens. I think a big deal is Bradford plays or not. I mean, Dude, Keenum, Keenum fucking is not doing too bad. On Buccaneers last week. Dude, he owns Tampa Bay. He's like three yeah. and overs Tampa Bay lifetime. And he just keeps falling into starting jobs. Hey, have you heard anything about Jared Davis? Every time I like Google his name, all I see is brain injury, and that like scares the shit out of me. I have, yeah. a, I think him and Johan Franzen are like sharing a hotel room somewhere. Fuck. Yeah. Spooky shit. Um, you want to talk about wings now? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mess with some wings. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to, like, admit this, uh, which, like, maybe has happened, like, twice ever in my life. But, like, I've been bad fan, bad Red Wings fan um, so far. Yeah. I've only watched a little bit of the preseason. I've been, like, really obviously into the NFL. And, like, I kind of missed the game last night because I was watching Arizona-Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, but did you get eyes on it? Um, I've been following, not necessarily eyes, but I've seen some highlights. One big thing that really, really just let me down was seeing that Bovada has the wings as the worst odds in the Eastern Conference, which to win I, to to win the cup, right, or to win the division, to win the cup, to win the cup. Yeah. So let let just clarify that for listeners out there who might not be degenerate gamblers. The Vegas has released all the odds of who has the best chances or the worst chances to win the Stanley Cup this year, and the Red Wings came out dead last, which I got to, I got to imagine is, like, the first time this has happened in, like, fuck, 20, 30 years, 30 years. It, it, I think it goes back to, like, because our back end is shitty. Oh, it's, I, it's a nightmare back there. I really don't see us having that bad of a year with, and we got two solid goaltenders, whatever you want to say. They're both good compared to what some of the other leagues have, especially how valuable a backup tender is. And Mrazek and Howard, I think, tandem-wise, are some of the two best in the NHL. Whoa. Might be a little- Whoa. Wow. All right. Well, I'm, I'm Frankie fucking hot takes. You're, you're literally you're, you're fucking talking like Wings, Wings Western Conference Finals, like losing six. That's you right now. 
Okay, all right. So let me keep going. You just called Thank Howard you. and Morazic like the best goalie tandem in the <laughs> NHL, which could which you could say the world history. Great. Yeah, you got real hot with that one. You're excited yeah. for hockey. You're excited for hockey season, and that's okay. But Jerry, I like I'm real worried about this team. I was looking at this roster the other day, and it's it's spooky. It's it's not it's not intriguing at all. Well, in the preseason, Manta looks good. I I'm the Jerry fat take here. He's gonna score at least thirty goals. Did you say Jerry fat take? Yeah, Jerry fat take. I kind of like that. I kind of like yeah. Jerry fat take. Speaking of fat and hockey, um, got a great idea from a buddy, a mutual friend of ours, Jerry, and he said, um, "We need." Have you seen the Red Wings organ player? No, <laughs> dude, dude. They have like this three hundred pound fucking organ player. At, at LCA now, and he, like, plays the goddamn organ, and, like, I saw him last night, and he's, like, 300 pounds, he's, like, dialed in, he's serious as fuck, and he was wearing, like, this tan, this bright tan suit, like, it's all tan suit, and <laughs> our friend said, like, you need to, like, make him a thing, like, you need to make him internet famous through champagne. Hey, let's just go back to, if you want in-depth analysis, you know, at least I'm, like, talking about who the players are. No, I got nothing. <laughs> you're, you're talking about the fat organ player. Dude, you need to know this fat organ player, though, but I agree. I totally – I deserve to be shit on for this. Like, you're trying to, like – No, you know. no. We, we, we need to hop <laughs> on some bandwagon. Yeah, and I – I think I think once the wings, you know, really start drop when we start realizing that you know Mrazek and Howard aren't the greatest goalie tandem in NHL history, that um, fat organ guy is going to be all we got, and the stadium, and the stadium, of course. And the stadium. Oh, did you see Drummond came out was like, it's not Pistons enough. You know, get get the fuck out of here, man. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Oh my god, I fucking hate Drummond. Does he still have braces? I think so. Yeah. Dude, get the fuck out of here. He yeah, really like, said that? Enough, he's, like, there's not, he's like, it really just looks like a hockey arena. Yeah, it, it, is. it, is. it is. It is. It is. What? That, dude, that's, that's absolutely fucking incredible. That's yeah. Nice job getting the Pistons on this show. That's a, that is a first. Yeah, hey, hey, look at that. Shooty hoops. Three-pointers. Slam dunks. Oh, all right, back to the wings. Okay. One big thing, another Jerry Fat take. Uh, this really isn't a take, it's more of an opinion. If we don't sign Evan to see you, I'm, I'm on the fire Holland bandwagon. How are you not? I mean, I'm on that bandwagon. I'm on that bandwagon, fully on that bandwagon. If we don't sign Evan to see you, I'm going to lay down in traffic. Yeah. I know. I just you can't. Well, r- reports are that we're trying to get, a, get uh, give away – Riley Shahan are, you know, no, no. score to the Pittsburgh Penguins. So I think that's kind of like a cap move to get Athens to see you. And because forgot well, our team's fucking horrible. None of our young players have big contracts. And for some reason, we're the most cap restricted team in the fucking league. It's, so, on, yeah, it's fuck incredible. You, fuck yeah. you, Hound. It's incredible. Like, it's, it's truly incredible how little cap space we have for how bad of a team we are. I mean, the the fucking Tigers and the Red Wings are just it's just it's sad. At least the Tigers shipped a bunch of guys, but like the Wings contracts are just mind blowing. I mean, we could talk about them for like days on end. Yeah, they're horrible. It's fucking terrible. But I mean, we got big year. Hopefully, Larkin, Mantha, Sepp, Um I mean, Tatar, Nyquist, like 
Tatar looks good. Tatar does look good. I was watching a little bit last night, and he like he can bury the puck, man. Yeah. I mean that goal. I mean, the goal he scored was really nice yesterday. That little bat. The yeah. Little yeah. Bat he's got the A on his. He's got the A on his jersey. Oh wow! So who's? Well, I mean that was preseason. True. True. Who is, who is going to be Cronwall Zetterberg Avocator? I always forget Cronwall's still on the team. <laughs> His knees are almost as bad as uh, Stephen Weiss's groin. <laughs> or his contract. Oh, God. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'm going, I'm going Friday. So I'm pretty excited to, like, witness some hockey, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, in the new stadium, so that's that's pretty damn exciting. And we're getting closer. What we got, like nine days, eight days. We're damn we close. Days. We're damn close. We're close. We're damn close. Um, we open up versus uh, Minnesota, right? I have no idea. I think I think we got Minnesota. God, we got we got we should just like look at like two things before we start talking and recording it. <laughs> we just look like so much smarter. There's the like. Only- there's like smarter Wings fans out there that might listen to this, maybe, maybe, and just they're just gonna be like, are they like, is this fucking serious? Like these two idiots just call each other, they talk about Buffalo Chicken, the fat Oregon guy, and then like don't know who the Wings play in the first game. Exactly. Whatever. Fuck it. Um. So, LGRW forward Stones pissing me off. Fuck Drummond. Um. Do you want to do? Uh, we're about like a little over thirty minutes here. You want to do a little over under? Let's do it. All right, let's move into it. So I got the email here. Um, these were sent from um, Andrew Emery. Let's just Andrew ruin Emery. The, Andrew Emery, Chicago resident, um, was my roommate in college and was also um, – hang on. Hang on. Oh, there's people outside the window fucking with me. That's what they're doing. They're fucking with me. They see me recording, and they're trying to throw me off my game, and I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to keep recording. I love that. Them. I hope they keep doing it. I kind of want to go out there and punch this guy right in the goddamn face. He's acting like he's 12 years old. But whatever. Hey, you know, um, fuck him. Let's let's do the over-under here, Jerry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you going first? Am I going first? What are so we so there's only there's only five um, this yeah. week, so not ten, so it won't take too long. Dude, these guys literally won't stop fucking with me, and it's like fucking bothering the shit out of me. But I haven't looked at them, so I think they're about to walk away. So I'm just acting like I'm really into what I'm doing on the computer, and... They're gone. Got them. Fuck yeah, they're gone. Okay, great. I forgot past that. Literally, fuck those guys. Okay. So, all right, over-under sent by Andrew Emery, Chicago resident. Um, maybe next week I'll give you guys his place of employment and or address phone number. Um, but we got five. You go first. I'll respond, and then we'll switch. There's five of them, all right? Okay. Okay, so here we go. First one. Uh, uh, dip, and in parentheses it says tobacco. Overrated. Overrated. Disgusting. Don't need it. Bad for you. Lose your jaw. May give you the spins. Make you throw up. There you go. Uh, that was good. Um, so funny that this guy brought up today because I've been like at work. I've been with this guy and he is fucking like a dip machine. And he's like, I don't, I don't think uh, I haven't had a dip like. I haven't gone an hour without a dip outside of sleeping in eight years. And and it like blew my fucking mind because he was like, do you want one? And I literally said, I was like, I'd rather drop acid right now than throw in a dip. Cause I think I'd handle myself better on acid than throwing in a dip. So, so my answer is, is, is also is overrated as well. Um, I can't handle like 
I think it makes you more of a man. I played baseball and hockey, which are like dip sports, and I can't yeah. fucking dip like at all. So I feel like a giant pussy. I wish I, I wish I could like toss one in with the boys and like you know spit on spit in a cup and shit. You can at least toss one in, mm-hmm. dude. I toss one in like I'm I'm like a I'm like spinning. I can't handle it like at hey, all. How is that guy just not shitting all day? I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he's just cleaned out. I don't it's know. A buff pick slider. See what happens with that. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea, we need some buff chicks. All right, so overrated on the dip. Let's go to the next one. Next one. I'm going first. God damn it. Uh, all right, so he put sex in the shower. Um, sex in the shower. Uh, I, I'm going to go underrated. I think sex in the shower is underrated. I think some people get uh, <laughs> freaked about it because, like, the water makes it, like, a tough go more than you'd think so. But yep. I, I, I enjoy it more so for the cleanup aspect. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's my it's like efficient. And it's, you know, you're right there. You know, whether you're sweaty or there's, you know, whatever shit laying around, you know, the cleanup's right there. I'm going to go underrated. I enjoy it. I, I think you, you sold me on that one based totally based on the cleanup, just because of me, like, you know, bigger guy. Right. I have sex, like I'm sweating my dick off. Yeah, you're real sweaty. So it's not like, hey, let's do it, go to bed. It's like, oh wait, then my sheets are gonna smell like shit. Sheets, not, not she- from like, yeah, not from the sex we just had the mm-hmm. bed, but because I just literally sweated everywhere. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, it's, it's gross, and you stink. You stink. I mean, I'm, I sweat too. I'm not um, a fat slob like you, but I still sweat, and I also like, you know, to be clean after the act of the act of sexual relations. So I, I think it's great just for cleanup in general cleanup. Okay. Underrated. 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 So we got dip is overrated. Sex and shower. Um, underrated. And we've agreed on both. Okay. Going first. Okay. You're first. Here we go. <laughs> All right. He wrote, he wrote getting blitzed out of your skull at family functions. Go. Ooh. <laughs> I, I've had a couple bad runs with these, a couple uh, siblings' weddings, and uh, I gotta tell you, nothing's worse than the last <laughs> thing you remember at your sister's wedding is going to church. Oh. And you wake up, and it's like one of the. <gasps> yeah, it's like you pull the Matrix cord out of the back of your head. Yeah, and then you're just like texting everyone, like, did I do this? Did I do that? What did I say to this? What did I say to that? I guess it, it matters what function you're at. I mean, if you're like the, you know, it's kind of like a dad uncle thing, getting blitz, like watching football. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like at a wedding, you're supposed to be like somewhat like a normal human being. Right. I'd say underrated there. Okay. Yeah. So I I would agree with that. Um. I mean, so a little different for my family. Got a lot of drinkers in my family. Uh. Yeah. I mean, like it's half the time it's like my mom and my dad are like the ones I should be asking this to like, you know, how do you guys feel? Cause you, you guys are always really bombed at family functions. Um, but I, I agree with the, the, you know, the beers with the, the dad and the uncle thing, like blackout, like, and if you don't like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but the, the family thing, I did have a wedding for a cousin and I got just my, I tossed my own salad. I was so wasted. And then like in this photo booth thing, you know, that stupid thing where you like put on the hat yeah. and like all that stuff. 
like I was just like chunking up dual birds. Like <laughs> like it was like and then it was like in this scrapbook and it was just like embarrassing. And those photos are there forever. I like wrote in like like a thank you letter to that where like I, I like texted her and I was like, I'm really sorry about like chunking up dual birds at your in your wedding photos or whatever, because I was so drunk. So I guess for me, um, I'm going to go I'm gonna follow suit with you and just say, like, depends on it's basically just like if like the women are there or not. Like if it's like yeah. the guys, like I'm fine. I don't I'm going to I'm going to black out. Yeah, no, for sure. OK, so with with the dads and the uncles, it's underrated with with the women. It's it's overrated. Yep. OK, next one. Who's who's first? You. you. Is it me? OK, yeah. uh, popcorn. Popcorn, I'm going to say popcorn is is underrated, actually. I'm going to go popcorn underrated because it always sneaks up on me. I never want popcorn. I never, like, am craving fucking popcorn. But then when I get popcorn, I, like, eat a shit ton of it. I, I think popcorn's the most underrated snack of all time. Okay, whoa, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's up there with the Mirazic Howard goaltending candle. <laughs> okay. okay, so... You gotta, you gotta talk to me because, like, you literally so, were like, like chomp. You were like, you were, like shot out of a cannon with that so fucking popcorn. I have a history with popcorn. Here we go. Left my life here. I'm gonna try to make this short. I'm kind of upset about it, but I used to eat popcorn every night, every fucking night. Just you know, throwing a bag of popcorn, chow that thing down, watching fucking football. Maybe you know, a little American Horror Story. Who knows? Right. But then, Chelsea Hart name drop. Wow. She read this article that's like microwave popcorn gives you so, cancer yeah so now i'm like shit i don't want cancer but i really want fucking popcorn what she take it out of the house or something no now we we make it like with the kernels and shit like we're like in a popcorn. pan in a pan like it's the 1920s <laughs> yeah like it's the great depression <laughs> yeah like i'm i'm lighting i'm like starting a fire with like a stick and a rope and then we're throwing kernels on it. That's it's so dumb. Shit. It doesn't taste as good. Yeah. It, it, I've been depressed about it. Just get cancer, dude. If you like popcorn I, that much, fucking eat it. That's stupid. You know what? Popcorn is so underrated that I'm just going to get cancer. Yeah. What What else are you going to do? I mean, my dad loves cigarettes. And those things, like, proven give you cancer. But he still smokes two packs a day. You know why? Because he loves it. And loves himself. So he smokes cigarettes even though he knows cancer's right around the corner. So that, I'm just going to do the same with popcorn. Chelsea, go buy some fucking microwave popcorn. Chelsea, the buffalo chicken. Um, was that loud to you? Whatever, who cares? Um, okay, so underrated on popcorn. I remember you being a big pretzel guy. You still a pretzel yeah. guy? Big pretzel guy. You were always too. chomping pretzels. Oh yeah, that was you know that was like passed down from Balboa, my father. Oh, he's a big pretzel guy. Big pretzel guy. My dad's a big peanut and pistachio. In addition to the cigarettes, cigarettes trump all, but a uh, big peanut and pistachio guy. So if pistachio? Any... aren't those fuckers expensive though? Oh yeah, you... yeah, they are. They are. They're real expensive. But same with the cigarettes too. So cigs are real expensive, but that that he just won't, that cost will never get cut out of the 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 uh, Cerise family budget. Um, okay, last one. Who's up first? It's it's you. Cause, it. Yeah, because you had that fucking, you busted your load. Um, bar st- okay, Barstool Pizza Reviews. Uh, I'm going to say underrated. I'm a big go, press, go guy. 
outfit day one. I think they're fucking hilarious. I, I have to say my favorite one of all time is his hate for LeBron. If you want to watch a funny one, watch that. Basically what he does is he says how he's like so much better than LeBron, so much more honest, has so much more integrity. <laughs> and you need to give him a fair review because he's got this like glazed pizza. He fucking takes one bite, throws the pizza out of the ground, and says zero, and just fucking ends it. <laughs> um, that's awesome. That's great. And I'm glad you had actual insight on it because I'm not going to lie to you. I've maybe watched two of them, and they were, like, fine. I'm, a, I'm definitely, like, a Prez fan, um, but I, I don't really watch them. So I don't, have, I don't really have any opinion on this, like, whatsoever. I've seen, like, two of them. They're having, like, a fucking – they're having, like, an effect on businesses, though, now. Like That's uh, insane. He's been going to, like, you know, he was whatever, and I have some city. A couple of them have happened. And then, like, they got, like, so many bad reviews online. They were getting nonstop prank calls. And, like – Oh, really? Not, yeah, so I think he's, like, feeling some heat. Like, he's got to slow the fuck down here. Well, that's that's awesome that that he made. It. I, I mean, there's a new one every day. I know that because they pop up in my news feed. But a lot of times, like I I just don't like I'm lazy. They, and I don't listen to them. So they, they get redundant. And like, how many fucking pizza reviews can you do? But there's I mean, some out there. I'm sure your fat ass could do. I mean, fuck, I love pizza too, man. I could eat it every day of my life. I swear to God. I could do a review about the buck tick sliders I had every fucking day for the rest of my life. Yeah, I I believe that. I believe it. Um. You know, I'm glad you like the buff chick. I have you uh, pinned as more of like a parm, a parm chicken guy, though. Chicken parm guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's got a little Dago flair to it, so I thought you might like it. But, hey, Jerry, we're at fucking like 45 minutes here. Everyone's probably real sick of talking to us, so I'm going to wrap the show. Um, just stay on the fucking line. Everybody, I want to thank you for listening to The Fizz this week, episode 10. Um, go Lions. LGRW, Pistons, it's okay that the fucking place doesn't look Pistons enough for you. It was made for the Red Wings. Win some games, and maybe it'll look more fucking Pistons for you. Jerry, you got anything you want to say to everybody? Forward. Hey, go get go to champagneathletics.com. Click the word store. Enter promo code FATJERRY for 10% off. Jerry literally made all that up. There is no promo code for Fat Jerry. You can type it in. Nothing will happen. Also, there's no button called store. You have to click shop. Go to champagneathletics.com. Click shop. Buy a fucking shirt. Buy a hat. Buy whatever you got to buy. Or just look at the shit and text me that you like it. Or don't do anything at all. I don't care. But I really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to me and my fat ass friend today. Everyone have a great week. Goodbye. Start with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. Start with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then okay, pop bottles. Okay, we poppin' champagne like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship brain. Cause I bought a 